Welcome back, guys, to Kings of Opinion. Uh, it's episode 14, and we're in the Wandering Pug studio, and we're brought to you by Doshi Legal. For all your legal needs, he's got you. We'll give you the number later on in the show if we have time. If not, look at one of the past episodes, you'll find it. Uh, I'm here with Ernie, Christina, and Wander. Everyone say hello. 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 Greetings, Earthlings. Happy Monday. Thanks for joining us. Yes, happy Monday indeed. We get a three to four day break from MLB baseball. We've got the home run derby on tonight in a few minutes. And uh, we're going to start right, we're going to go right into uh, Ryan's rants. So real quick, I am having a lot of trouble recently with all these streaming services and trying to find out when the Yankees are on every goddamn day of the week. I'll come home, I'll get ready to put on the Yankee game. I'll go to Yes first, and not on that. I'll go to Fox, I'll go to MLB, I'll go to either Channel 11 as a last minute effort. and. What do you know? It's on either Apple TV or uh, what is it, Amazon Prime. And I'm getting sick of them not announcing it enough, like either on the websites or on TV. Like you'll you'll see it once a game maybe or whatnot, but it's not enough. Because I'm tired of calling you my father or one of my friends and like, where is the game on tonight? We never had this problem like two years ago. Now it's on every different streaming site. And even though streaming sites are good, I don't know about that. They're good for no. TV shows. For TV shows. But I don't want to watch my sports on a streaming service. I pay enough for cable. What cable service do you have? Optimum. Okay. So I'm assuming you pay probably a lot like me with Spectrum. You pay a lot of money for, the, for cable. Right. So and like you, you upgrade to the sports package, so you always have access to your sports shows. And now it's, well, your sports show's not on this channel. Your sports show's not on this channel. Let's go over to Amazon Prime. You know what? I do have Amazon Prime, but not everyone does. Right. And now I also have to get Apple or Peacock. And I don't need to have all of that. And let's be real here. It's not like Amazon Prime is uh, five ninety nine a month. No. Yeah, it's, it's like paywall after paywall. <laughs> they they just big, keep going up. It's you know? big money. It's uh-huh. big money on Amazon Prime. So uh, it's, not, it's not the best one. It's on Amazon Prime. Like Apple TV, I think, is like four ninety nine or something like that, maybe $5. But, and all these other ones. When did it go okay, there? Let's, last year? Let's add them all up together. Oh, Because everyone can. wants their piece. Like paying another form of cable, right? If you add up all the streaming services, yeah. Like, I don't know how many you have, but I have almost every single one that you could possibly imagine. That's worth it, like Paramount, Peacock, Netflix. No, if it's free, it's for me. Yeah. Otherwise, I pick and choose which ones I'm gonna have. Well, the problem is, is all these streaming services have all these good shows now. It's not like back in the day where you only had to go on. Yeah, they're definitely getting better, like, consistently across the board, yeah. I have a list of TV shows I can get into, and they're all over the board. Infinite content. (laughs) Yeah, it's nuts. I don't don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. And before, you used to be able to share your streaming services, and everyone took a piece, and now now we need passcodes and location services to actually use our streaming services. You're not wrong. Greedy bastards. And that's more more Netflix (laughs) as of right now than... The other ones. The other ones are... Well, but now that one started it, they're all going to get into it. Well, let's hope they don't for right now. Let's hope they wait a little bit. Because I haven't heard anything in the, through the pipeline that's saying the other guys are doing it. And they're also a lot cheaper. Like, Netflix is not cheap anymore. No, it's like 20 bucks a month. At least. I think for, like, the base one? Yeah. You know, mine, I think, is like $23, something like that. I mean, I have the, the DVD package with it, which is, I guess, they're getting rid of that in September. So, I don't know how... My Who still effective? watches DVDs? Everything's yeah, on I would. Netflix. Not everything. The movies. Mm-hmm. That I would if, if I wanted to watch 
the movie and it's on DVD and I have access to it, why not? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is what's on there, and I guess maybe they're going to get rid of it because they're going to put it all on this on their streaming. Right. But the movies that they have on DVD are either for one reason or another, like, less available, or maybe they just can't stream it for these last couple of years. Because anything that's on the DVD site is not on the Netflix streaming. Uh, so there's a lot of, right. like, Fair enough. rare or not weird, but, like, movies, some movies that you don't really see a lot of that people like. And I'll, just like I do with TV shows, like, oh, watch this movie. And I'll go on every streaming site, and it's not on there. But when I go to... Netflix DVD, they have it, and it comes within a day or two. You watch it, you bring it back, and then they give you an, another movie on your list. So it, it was pretty okay. cool, but I guess they're not making enough money with it to keep it anymore, or they're just deciding to go all streaming and just put them all on streaming. I, I don't know what they're doing, but um, I'm just tired of watching sports and not knowing where it's being shown on. You know, you go to the bar and watch the game, you know, all of a sudden. Yeah, like the, the unpredictability of it is, is not fun. Uh, yeah. You know, you used to you you want so you you're you like familiarity mm-hmm. where you know that it's gonna be on a certain channel consistently or yeah. net net streaming part. Agree, but even if it's on streaming, now it takes it away because not every bar is gonna have Apple TV or I don't know any bar that has Apple TV right. or even Prime. Like, and if we move along to the football season, it's gonna be on YouTube. Right. So how are they gonna do that? I'm gonna show they'll figure it out. But well, yeah, I guess they'll have to get YouTube. I think so, they'll get it. You know, if they if they want if they want people to come and watch football though. Uh, agree, but like there will be some bars like dive bars or like really fancy bars that used to show football that won't even bother because it might not be worth their time and money to do so because maybe they don't have a lot of people that come into the bar for football. You know what I mean? And when it was free, they would put it on just to attract a few extra people in there and make some money. But now if you're gonna have to spend a couple hundred dollars for it, why would you do it? Right. You know? I I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's that was my rant for today. I got really annoyed about that over last week because it was on twice on Apple and, uh, and on Prime, or both on Prime. I don't even remember. Huh. It was annoying me. Yeah, everybody wants their taste, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start a streaming service. Why not? There's an idea. Right? I feel like I've heard that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> a couple episodes back. Did we? Wouldn't surprise me. Oh. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. I'll do anything to get a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so we'll skip, we'll skip uh, along to the All-Star break, and uh, we got the Home Run Derby today. I it looks like a pretty full house. So. Yeah, I mean, it's in Seattle, so you know, I'm probably pretty sure they're excited to have it being hosted there, and they're announcing, I guess, the Home Run uh, participants. Yeah. So I guess with this, maybe we should just make the picks on who we think might win <clears> and uh, take it all over. Did anyone, did anyone have any picks for it? Do we have the lineup? Well, <clears throat> I have. Um, yeah. I don't have the lineup. I don't know if Let's you guys want to pull that see. up. But uh, our friend Helms, uh, I saw him today, and he gave me his uh, picks. <clears throat> so he has the final four as Luis Robert Jr., Pete Alonso, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and uh, Randy Rosarena. And then for the final, he has Alonso over Rosarena. So that's uh, Helms' picks for the 2023 Home Run Derby. Okay. I mean, I have two picks. Uh, I would say Alonzo mm-hmm. and uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Those would be my two picks. For, for the, that's the final for you? I don't know how they're going to Oh, how it's going to shake out. How it's going to shake out. Yeah. I think either one of those two are going to win. Can win it. Yeah, can win. So uh, hopefully I'm right. 
You gotta love the uh, how the cross earring is back has made a comeback. I feel like it's you know the early '90s all over again. Yeah, sure. Maybe late '80s. I'm still. gonna go with either Alonzo or the home field guy Rodriguez. Oh, okay, Julio. Yeah, why not? Okay, Homer. Are you got anything? I'll go Rodriguez and Rush. Ooh, the Baltimore Orioles. I like that. Two youngins. Yep. Uh, is Rush a rookie or he played last year? I think he played last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, both, they both rookies last year. Nice. So they're rookies in the home run derby. That's great. It should be fun. The All-Star game should be fun. And then we get a couple days break. Even though, I don't know if you guys know this, but these uh, next couple days, I think it's either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, are the only days where there's no sports on from any four of the major sports. Like no hmm. real competition in, in all the whole year. I'm going to throw in a late so pick I on uh, bets. Oh, okay. Oh, I like Mookie. The day after the yeah, Super not a bad Bowl, guy. there's no sports. Well, let's check it out because on the radio they were talking about that. So... You know, there's no other sports but this right now. This is not technically. You sure there's no hockey the day after the Super Bowl? Oh, they're yeah, not, there should be hockey. They're not usually in the break yet right, at that right, point. Oh, Fact check it. A, it's a good thing he's got a computer. You already right, moved. Yeah. I actually wouldn't be mad if Pete Alonso won this year. I think it'd be three years in a row or three, uh, uh, three out of four years. That'd be pretty cool. Because the Mets are probably going nowhere. So we still have that. Right? Yeah, well, uh, I guess. Right. Traditionally, the one day of the year where no major Look at that. sports events in the United States is the day before the Major League All Star game, known as the MLB All Star Break. I don't understand why you emphasize the United States because I just <laughs> said the four major sports, which is in the United States. I'm not talking about the world because we know soccer is played around the world all year oh, long or whatever. Hockey is played all over the world. world. Yeah, but I don't know if they play hockey in the summer. Well, maybe it's not summer or something. I, I don't think know. it's outside. Russia, they're probably playing right now. <laughs> the whole point is in the United States. We don't have to emphasize the United States, do we? <laughs> anyway, moving along. I'm going to get to my Yankee rant right now. We're gonna, this is going to be a lot of rants Oh, today. boy. Oh, boy. Rant, rant number two. Yeah. Coming in so, hot. in the last week since we were on the show, the Yankees started off the week good. They beat, they beat the Baltimore Orioles the first two games, and they looked really good. Then Wednesday and Thursday, it was like a tale of two tapes. It looked really good, and it looked awful on Wednesday and that Thursday. 13, no. what was it, 13 nothing? 14 13. to 1. It was 13 nothing for, like, most of the game. Yeah. And then, like, they tacked on, and we tacked on one in the, in the last inning. With our one hit, right? Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> one or two. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, so, okay, no big deal. You split. You were hoping after you win the first two that you'd win another one and close the gap a little bit. You didn't. So that's disappointing. Like, if you went one and one, one and one in the Four games, you take that, but when you win the first two, you definitely want to at least take three. At least take three, especially at home. Even on the road, but especially at home. Then we play the Cubs. You think, okay, Cubs aren't that good. They're up and coming. They're rebuilding. We should at least win two out of three, and then we have a good homestand, you know, and we ride into the all-star game looking pretty, and they have a little break, and we're not doing too bad. Unfortunately, the Yankees lost to the Cubs on Friday because our ex-Yankee pitcher, Tyone, looked like Cy Young. Meanwhile, he has this over a plus six ERA and was giving up bombs and hits everywhere. Hmm. 
and that's, you know, no big deal, comes in the Yankee Stadium and shuts them down for six innings and pitches fantastic and, you know, you can't do nothing with them. So I'm a little pissed off about that because it seems like every time we lose to a pitcher that has a high ERA or gives them a lot of home runs and hits and we just, the bats just don't come through, right? Right. So that was bad. And then we come back on Saturday we win. And then we're winning on Sunday, and the bullpen blows the game and gives up six runs. Herman actually pitched good. Six nope. innings of one-run ball. The bullpen comes in in the seventh. It wasn't King, was it? Huh? It wasn't King, was I it? I think King was oh, part no. of it. Oh, no. I have him in fantasy. King was part of it, but I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going on. <sighs> well, how do you feel about their hitting coach being gone? You know what? I want you guys to answer that first before I, before I, I uh, say anything about that. Somebody had to get fired. Well, I feel like they're not, they haven't been hitting for a while now. So I think it was inevitable that this guy was going to go. Obviously, like you just said, Ernie, someone's got to take the blame for it. That's a fire it. shirt by the, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, their, what was their total American team Idol. ERA to something? Oh, their like, average is 218. That's unacceptable. Yeah. And you play in a band box at the Yankee Stadium where you could just click home runs out in right field. Even in left field, there's not much deeper. Mm -hmm. And listen, I get it. Like, at some point, you really can't blame the coaches. It's now starting to be the problem with the hitters. Like, you're not hitting the ball, you're striking out. Whatever you're doing, besides not hitting the ball and getting, you know, hits or home runs or whatever, it's like you said already, like, someone had to get fired. They weren't going to fire Boone because who are you going to replace him with? And Cashman likes him. And this is the first time Cashman fired somebody in the middle of the season in like 20 something years. Yeah, it hurt that, it hurt. Wow. Yeah, so th this is not- It's a long time. Yeah, this is this is not something that happens often. I just think he was afraid to fire Boone, but I don't even blame the hitting coach. I mean, when was the last time like you're watching baseball and they win the World Series and they're like, it's all because of the hitting coach. <laughs> he did it all. You know, like you don't hear that. You don't ever hear that. Whether they do good or bad, it's never really the hitting coach, which is why you never really hear, like, much about that stuff. Like, they'll fire the hitting coach, they'll fire the pitching coach at the end of the year, all they didn't produce, whatever, whatever. But, like, you never be like, well, he's give it up to the hitting coach. So he's the manager. Yeah, or, but, I mean, you know, you got to remember, it could take a, a fresh set of eyes to see a little something in somebody's step that's just not right and, and make it. And, and you never know what it could do to, you know, for just the, change things. For, for the mor morale, too, yeah. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't understand. Like, is it really his fault at the end of the day? Probably not. The guy's probably, probably not. The guy's probably not, but. But, but maybe you know, they just need a change. Right. You need a, you need a, a, a new set of eyes just to take a different look at something. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I heard somebody mention.
whether it's I feel that really changing anything or not. Right. Who knows? You know, you know what I think it is too. I think a lot of these guys that get hired as hand coaches and hand pitcher coaches, like a lot of them, they don't even really make the major league. And, and if, like some of them that do, that like play for like a year or two, they're like backups, this and the other, and then they come to these teams to be hitting and pitching coaches or bench coaches. And I feel like some of these players, not all, and maybe a small portion of it, but they come like, who's this guy to tell me how to hit or how to field or how to pitch? When this guy yeah, didn't e- make the major leagues, ego like, and pride he's can a get career in the minor leaguer. Like, what the hell does he know? He never had to play in the major leagues and deal with all these different types of issues that you'll have. That's another, I guess, aspect to it is managing the uh, egos. Uh, agreed. Know. I mean, that's ultimately Aaron Boone's problem. But every coach has to deal with that, right? But maybe uh, yeah. you start hiring guys. So I guess what I'm getting to is they hired Sean Casey, who was a, a major league ball player for a bunch of teams, spent most of the time with the Reds. And I thought he was a pretty much a bum. Like he was a home run hitter, but like didn't really hit for average or whatever. And then I looked up his stats, and he's a career 300 hitter. So that might be actually what they really need. Like no one's going to be able to say, hey, bro, I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. You've never done this in the major leagues kind of thing before. Right. This right. guy's been in the major leagues for like 13 years. Yeah. So he has experience. He's Veteran experience, yeah. Yeah, and he's actually older than everybody. He's been around baseball for a while. I think he was on MLB for a while. He literally, I think, left MLB to come to the end. Yeah. Yeah, right? Okay. So he's still around the game. He's an analyst, which is good, too. And that's what Bernie Wheeler is trying to say. You need fresh out of eyes. He might be perfect. If not, this half a year is his, uh, his like, training day. You know, if he does good and he gets him to start hitting and the Yankees turn it around, maybe they'll keep him on next year. If not, bye-bye. Bye-bye, and we'll find somebody else. You got a, a huge chunk of the season left. You got half of July, August, and September, and hopefully, if we're lucky, October. Yeah. I didn't know you like to get wet. <laughs> Listen, don't start saying stuff like that because people might not even know what training day is. It's a movie. Well, hopefully, hopefully they do. <laughs> that movie's not kind of old now, you know. Great, great film. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Mets, right? So, the Mets just came off a six-win streak. And before that, everyone was cursing the upper management, the manager, this, that, and the other. They had the worst June they had in a while. This is a Mets rant? Yeah. Okay. Well, just not just the Mets talking. Okay. It's not really a rant. I could care less about the Mets uh, unless we play in the playoffs, so <laughs> in the World Series. But yeah, I don't think you got to worry about that shit. Well, you never know. If you, if you talked about them in June, you're going to see that they didn't win a single series in June. And they took a nosedive. Everyone was pissed off about it. They didn't know who to blame. They want to blame everybody. Then they all of a sudden come into July. They won the first six games in July. O- over the weekend, they played the Padres. They won game one in extra innings. It was a great game. I was watching it. There's a back and forth type of game. Yeah, awesome. I did see the end of that one. Yeah. Right. And then they played Saturday and lost. And then they lost on Sunday, which was a rubber match. Not what you want to see. Right. So now they're going to the All-Star break, also losing, just like the Yankees. And they got a lot of issues, too. So I don't know if anyone saw any of the games, was watching any of the games, but, I mean, please chime in with some of the Mets stuff. Yeah, I had a busy week last week, so I did not. I caught the end of the Friday game, so that was good. Uh, Thankfully, I didn't see uh, either of any of the two losses. (laughs) So I got that going for me. Good. So, yeah, I guess – 
what are we gonna? What do you think the Mets should do before the trade deadline to make themselves better and get a push? Because they can come out of the break and start hot again. At this point, I don't know. I mean, there's just a lot of uncertainty. I don't think they're that that good of a team. Uh, so you know, I'd say, you you know, see what you can do with the, the team you have now. I don't think one, you know, big move or anything like that is gonna get them over the top, to be honest with you. Going back to our conversation last week, nothing's really changed from last season. They have the same players. Right. So if they were able to do it last year, they should be able to do it this year. Something's just not right with that team. Maybe for them too, maybe it is a management issue. Not so that. maybe maybe they should be considering making some managerial changes. So also, also I guess they would fire the pitching coach. Their pitching yeah, is pitching's terrible. Are har- is, is horrible. Oh, so uh, this is um, for earlier. It's not Randy Rosarena. It's uh, Luis, it said. So sorry about that for for the uh, pick. Um, <laughs> sorry. Wait, it's, no, it's Luis Robert. Oh, so they call him Randy. No, no. Oh, no uh, he's Randy Rosarena. But they Luis just Robert showed. The oh, but they just showed, showed the Rosarena brothers. So I thought maybe no, 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 no. They're not brothers. That, that's they the were roommates. From, that's oh, I'm sorry. The guy from Texas, who's uh, oh, they played. All right, uh, we'll edit that and post. They came up with St. Louis together. Yeah, so oh, I see. The, that's the Marlins, not Marlins. Is it Marlins? Oh, yeah, it's two different guys. The Rangers. The Rangers yeah, guy. Rangers yeah. guy. Sorry about that. Oh. No, that's all good. That's what we're here for. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I think for the Mets, getting back on the track to see what they can do. Um, I would trade some of their lower level uh, minor league players, try and get some bullpen help. I think if they got bullpen help, that would strengthen up their team. And like you said, Christina, they're the same offense. Their problem isn't scoring runs. Their problem is holding the other team. So you could go to any other team, like any team that's not really doing it, Oakland, Cardinals, whoever. That's like on Pirates. I grab these bullpen guys that are, are doing good this year and just add them onto the team and hopefully it'll do good for you in New York for this half a year and then figure it out next year. Like that's what the Yankees do every year. They'll, they'll grab a bullpen guy. Last year they grabbed a couple guys. They're both hurt now. But you keep grabbing because bullpen guys are interchangeable. One year they're good, the next year they're bad. Unless you have one of those solid guys that are good every year, which doesn't happen often, you can interchange. If they did that, and with their starting pitching, besides Scherzer, because he's been a complete bust as of right now, I think you'll be all right. I think you'll turn it around. And it only takes, what, a week for, for you to get a little bit better? Like, they had a great week, or a week and a half, and they went from hating the Mets to the Mets are going to go and make the playoffs. They're trending up. They're going to beat a bunch of teams, and they're going to make the wild card, and everything will be okay. Like, they already – Give up the division because the Braves are probably one of the best. Killing, they're running away with it. it anyway. Yeah, they're the best team, if not one of the best in baseball. So you set your sights on the wild card. You make a trade or two for a couple guys. Maybe you trade a Tommy Pham for a bullpen guys because because maybe someone and I don't even I wouldn't even mind taking Tommy Pham to the Yankees. I'll give them a bullpen guy or two or some guy some guys in the minors that are bullpen guys to the Mets to see if they work out for them for a Tommy Pham and he can play left field. He's not going to be crazy. But at least he'll play good defense, get you a couple hits, and you know you can play in New York because he keeps hitting home runs yeah, for the Mets. He's like one of their clutch hitters. A bit, yeah. yeah. 
So you might be able to pull two for, I mean, I know historically the Mets and Yankees don't really trade, but they have made trades in the past. So if you each got a need, why not do it? Swallow the pride, trade together, and make both your teams better so you can go to the playoffs. And then it won't cost either team a lot. You're getting rid of a guy that you're not paying a lot of money for, and you have plenty of offense. Their offenses come around, and you'll get some bullpen help. Because besides Robertson, their bullpen's trash. And I don't know what they're going to do other than that. You know, you, you might be able to snag a starting pitcher, but it's going to be hard with the ex- extended uh, playoff pr- rosters and, like, teams that go in. And there's a lot of teams that can make it. So it, it's going to be hard to get a starting pitcher. But bullpen, you can pull from the minor leagues. You can pull from anywhere, and it'll work out for you. So, I don't know. Um, what else do you um, I do like that when you watch the pre and post games of a lot of the Yankee Met games, mm-hmm. you see like former ball players and former right. managers playing on there, being like an analyst or yeah. a commentator, right. or all this stuff. I, I kind of I think it, it brings a good feel to baseball that you see old familiar faces that you used to watch when you were kids. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like you see the Paul Neils and Jeff Nelsons. I think Terry Collins is on the Met broadcast sometimes. I like that they give them jobs and keep them relevant. Like it remembers, you know, it's like, you know, little flashes of the past for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's pretty cool. Familiarity. Right? Um, I don't know. I think we're done with that. <laughs> Anyone else have anything to say? No. No? That's it? All right. Now we're going to go to some random football stuff. I don't know if you guys heard, but Tom Brady. Allegedly, might be dating Kim Kardashian. Is that right? Oh yeah, I heard something does about Kanye, that. Does, does Kanye know? But yeah, we'll probably go beat some stuff up. But um. <laughs> oh, Kanye's crazy. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I'm listening to the radio, the sports talk radio, and these guys are talking, and they bring this up, and they say, "Who would be a bigger celebrity than Kim Kardashian? Like she's got." You know, the TV shows, the, like, clothing line, whatever. She's got a bunch of stuff. She's super uber famous, right? And they're asking the other guys, like, I bet you can't even name someone that would be, you know, a celebrity of that magnitude. In the same stratosphere. So I'm thinking, and, you know, you can't call these radio stations because you'll wait on hold for two hours, (laughs) which is always a problem because, you know, at least once a day I'm listening and I'm like, they're either so wrong or right or I want to chime in with something right. Do you ever call in? I've called a few times. I give it up. Have you, ever, have you gotten on? I've never. No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, the only time you'll actually have a, a chance to call to get on is probably like on the, on the late night. Oh, yeah. Like in the middle yeah, of the I've, morning. Yeah, I've seen uh, – yeah, I remember a friend of mine got on um, – Steve got on. What's his name? Uh, Who is the guy Rory, that used to be Rory, on – Oh, yeah, I remember you said that he used too. used to get on with, with uh, Mike and Med. Oh, okay. Who? They're on night or day. Day. Oh, well, he would have to wait hours for that. Francesca loved them. Oh yeah, I I one of the longest conversations I ever heard <laughs> I have on the radio was with Rory. That's yeah. awesome. Crazy. Well, shout out to Rory for actually being able to last that long on Mike Francesa's show. But, <laughs> but I like I said, number I one. So I'm sitting in the car, sitting in traffic, obviously, like most of us do, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, you know who would be as big as Kim Kardashian? J Lo. Yeah. Right? Oh. She's got everything going for her. She's still relevant. You know, whatever. She's a super celebrity. 
And I keep thinking, I'm like, you know, it would be another good one? Taylor Swift. So I reached for my phone and I was going to call and then I thought better of myself. I'm like, by the time I get on, it'll be someone else's show and it doesn't matter. So I, I put the phone down and literally a minute later, 19 for one guy one. says, I'll give you one. And he says, oh, what about JLo? And he explains his reasons. <laughs> and I'm like, is, is there a mic in my car? And then the next guy that he's talking to is like, oh, I got one too. And she's actually single or just recently broke up with her boyfriend. You know what I'm going to say? It's Taylor Swift. So before I'm sitting in my car, I said the two names. They literally say the two names right after that. But can you guys think of anybody else that would be on that strategy as Kim Kardashian that Tom Brady would uh, date just to be relevant in the, in the media again? Because you know he loves being relevant. Well, I don't think he needs to date anybody to be relevant. Uh, yes, he does. He's on the down end of his career. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, big ass contract he's going to be out of the <laughs> box. Okay, explain. Explain. What about all the Hertz rental car commercials he's making nowadays? He's making Hertz rental car commercials. You think that it. makes him relevant because he has Hertz rental car no, commercials? No, not because no. it's relevant. Listen, I'm no Tom Brady fan, but. I do not want to see him dating Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like either of them, so maybe they deserve each other. And the word celebrity is very subjective. It is. It is. I said that too, and I was talking about it with somebody else. Oh, I was talking about it with Steve, and we were talking about it. But um, yeah, I, it's funny. He could probably date whoever he wanted at this point. I know his ex-wife is dating like or Kung Fu trainer or whatever. <laughs> Who's that? Trainer. Giselle. Giselle is like dating like her. Oh, her mate. Yeah, I mean, how many times? I mean, how many times has that happened, right? The personal trainer. Yeah, that's like basically on. Uh, that's like a on like one of those porn sites kind of thing. You know, sure. I'll go to the gym. Here we go. Boom. So, you know, it makes sense. But I don't know. I think I, he can obviously do better. I'm not a big Kim Kardashian fan either, but. Does anyone have anyone that he could date that's more relevant than Kim Kardashian at this point? Besides J Lo and Taylor Swift, because those are the ones I said. They were co-signed by the guys. Well, you mean you mean comparable? Relevant, meaning you know, people are just fucking dumb and (laughs) follow people like that. There's going to be nobody more relevant than her, probably. Well, in the same bracket, like if we're doing a bracket, it's it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. All right, it's going to be maybe one of her sisters. Madonna. Well, one sister is knocked up, so. Well, is Madonna still good. going? <laughs> Madonna. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Her, CP, her CPU is still firing up? Cool. <laughs> um, so you guys got nothing? Yeah, no, I got nothing. Not on this one. No, all right. Yeah, entertainment, the big ones. entertainment news is not really my uh, forte. I mean, I mean, you go to plenty of concerts. You know music. Yeah, what does that have to do with you this? You know music. You know, like a bunch of different people. Like, you know. Uh, no, I'm not thinking one. of any female artists that he could uh, be compared. Like, yeah, I'm not matchmaker. I guess I don't know. Have you guys heard about the, the last week that ESPN literally fired a lot like of people? Twenty people. Really? Jalen like, Rose, right? Some big names. Yeah, Jalen Rose, Steve Young, Matt Hasselback. There's like a bunch. Keyshawn Johnson. Damn. Uh, Max Kellerman. 
Yeah, Max Kellerman was a big name, yeah. I mean, right? Been on there for a while. They, a lot of them have been on there for a while. What was the basis of that? Honestly, uh, it's a corporation, years. so that's what happens. <laughs> exactly. All those guys are Disney. I read Disney with their they had a, like a few recent rounds of layoffs. Laid off seven thousand employees in total. Wow. So, so I guess it's not a lot. Twenty people from the SPX. Well, well, they're in that seven thousand. You gotta remember those guys are all. They didn't lay off any of the folks that aren't making any money. Right. Exactly. How? Why would they? I mean, that's you know. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's business, right? Like you got these old sports guys that. That's exactly what it is. Made a lot of money, and they're letting them go. But I'll, I'll be honest. All the guys that they laid off will probably get jobs with. The NFL Network. Yeah, because they're you know. talented people. Right. Yeah, and they know what they're talking about. It's just when they signed those contracts for them many, many years ago, they could afford it more than they can now, and they were probably weren't owned by Disney at that point. I don't. Disney's got enough money, Disney dude. Owns them now. No, I know they don't now, but when they signed those contracts, like Steve Young has been on ESPN for probably like close to fifteen years. A lot of these guys have been on a long time. Was Steve Young one of the guys that got let go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was old. Yeah. Him, Ben. Steve Gunn, Young. There's a bunch. Yeah. What? Yes. He's like, wow, that's just, uh, that's just dumb. And a lot of the old, old school, like that guy Neil Everett, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. He's gone too. He's been on. Oh, he was for great. Like Twenty years. Wow. Over. Yep. There's a, there's a lot of them, but they've all been on there for a long time. No loyalty. I'm sure they've made a lot of money. Especially the old football players, those guys already had a lot of money. Don't forget, you got a lot of these new, younger ones coming in who are making a fraction of the money. Yep. Plus, they signed guys very like the Pat McAfee show who couldn't take a boatload of money, so they need to come up with that cash. Well, that, they said he was one of the reasons why they let a lot of these guys go. Sure had something to do with it. Yep. So, I mean, it kind of sucks. We were, we're used to watching these guys for a while, and they're good. No, no loyalty among the uh, bureaucracy, I guess, right? That's not, right? <laughs> kind of crappy. But I guess that's the way uh, the world runs right now. With Power of the dollar, unfortunately. I mean, Disney has a stronghold over most things, so they do whatever they want. Yeah, they got that but Disney money. One day, one day it'll it'll turn around. I hope so. If they're not, uh, if they don't correct what they're doing. You reap what you sow, right? Right, 100%. 100%. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully a lot of those guys will land on their feet with other networks. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Well, well wish, know, wishing good luck to uh, goes the full circle, 20. right? So we go back to the streaming. You don't think when the NFL's on YouTube that they might not pick up some of these Matt Hasselbacks, Keyshawn Johnson, Steve Young. Steve Young probably would be do, the first one they call. Right, to do their shows. So, you know, it'll work, it'll work out. You know who it doesn't work out for? The common folk. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I love listening to Steve Young on uh, uh, the Michael K show on Mondays before the game. Right. But I'll tell you this. I ain't paying it for it. You know, if he's on YouTube and we have to pay like two, three hundred bucks. Oh, no. I think he'll be back on the K show is what I was. Is oh, what just I meant. full time? I, it's a month, you know, month, yeah, but I'm football like, season gig. He does that. He did the ESPN like NFL stuff like pretty much. All week, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I mean? and then he did the night games that are on ESPN or whatever. So, Niagara Sea is Yeah, he'll probably go to the NFL Network, I would imagine, right? Yeah, probably. If he's not already employed by them, 
Yeah, I, I'm not worried about them finding jobs. I think they'll be okay. But I just think it sucks that a lot of these guys got fired. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, they're all good, too. It's not like something happened. You know? This whole one's dirty. Guys are hitting bombs already. Oh, Rosary had more than, how many? Oh, 24. 24. 24. I didn't think he was going to have that. Right. Now you, I guess Garcia's done. That's it. Or is he going to another? Garcia's toast. Did he get a couple of 30 seconds or something like that? Yeah, he does. The bonus? Yeah, he gets a bonus. bonus. Yeah. He gets a little break, and then I think he's going to get whatever bonus he gets. But, all right, well, that's gone. Um, does anyone watch tennis? Um, I saw a little bit today, uh, but I don't really know who's you know the the top seeds or anything like that. Yeah, that's that. my point. That's why I wanted you to say that. I kind of was hoping Wimbledon. Now. I, mean, I guess you're talking yeah. about Wimbledon. I don't know what I'm talking about. To be honest oh, with you. Well, Wimbledon's know. going on right now, I believe. I wanted to know who really watches tennis all the time. Like who's like, oh, I want to watch. Uh, there are people out there. Of like people, it is the same. It is entertaining to watch. I I will give you that. But uh, do I go out of my way to watch it? No. First of all, Wimbledon that's on right now is. I'm very early. Yeah, it's 6.30 in the morning. Right. 6.30, and I think it's most of the day, right? It's yeah. like 6.30, like 4 or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. The U.S. Open will be more... Yeah, it's here. But... The U.S. Open I'll watch, like, here and there, or maybe even go, because it's fun. But I won't watch... Like, I don't keep up with tennis. Have you played tennis means. before? I have. And? I hate it. I oh. It's... Meh. So you're in agreement with... Like not really watching, you're not really into it kind of thing. Like, right. See, I play tennis, and it's it's yeah. actually more fun to play tennis than to watch tennis, and that is kind of my same feeling with golf. When have you ever played tennis? Yeah, was, when was like, this? Many moons ago. Many moons ago. You were, you, were you on, like organized tennis or yeah, just no, for like, fun? You know, like for fun. <laughs> we'll play some doubles. Come on. You know, for fun. What are you guys we, doing we when we're done I here? I smoke you guys. I used to. I just hit the hell out of that tennis ball. You got a well, strong that was my backhand. Problem. I hit, I hit the hell out of it, and it's like a, like ah. a, like it's a baseball bat. Right. And like between playing softball and playing touch. volleyball, okay. I was touch. like going back to a couple of episodes ago. There's a sport that's made for old, out of shape folks like us. Like, it's a ball. <laughs> um, I got news for you. Speak for yourself. Okay. Thanks. That's why they invented pickleball. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you know. Pickleball is just in between ping pong and tennis. Like, why did we invent this? If you didn't want to play tennis, play ping pong. It's literally the same thing. Oh, I kick ass at ping pong. Right? But, like, it's literally the same thing. So, pick, ping pong, uh, pickleball came out of nowhere, right? But it's literally ping a pong is table tennis. tennis and a bigger yeah. version of ping pong. It's like somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? See, I can actually play ping pong really well, but tennis, I just want to, like, crush the ball. You just got to make sure you get it over the net. That's all. No big deal. Yeah, you're going to end up with welts and bruises. Well, you were supposed to hit it with the racket, not your body. <laughs> no, you. You're going to end up with waltz and bruises, no, not me. I'm going to return the serve. I've played tennis. Return the sender. Return the serve. Yeah. But I, I guess my whole point is, listen, tennis might be great for some people. Not really my thing. That's why I only played a little bit of it in, like, I guess high school, college, or whatever. Fun. And I guess... You played in college. Oh, for fun. I, didn't, I just, you know, like, for fun. Like, right. you know, you, you go out, you know, the tennis courts... Let's see what we got. You know, I was thinking Johnny's tennis there for a minute. Right. Yeah. Let's see who can play tennis. You know, it's not so hard. You know, kind of like what I did with golf a few years ago. It can't be so hard. 
and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But um, yeah, you know, you can't when you're watching tennis, like when you're in the stadiums, you gotta be quiet. And make sure you're not distracted. Can't yell at them. You could cheer after the point, but the whole time they're playing, like they're, you got to be civilized. They're, yeah, yeah, they're going back and forth. You can't say anything. What kind of fun is that? You know, baseball, football, all these sports—they're cheering, they're going nuts, they're they're heckling people. But you know, tennis, you can't. You got to be quiet. And golf, for that matter, too. Why do you have to be quiet? Yeah. You know, concentration. I understand the T-box. Well, that's 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 one of the. You know, that's one of the things with the, the live golf now, right? They got DJs playing music, crowds going nuts while these guys are playing. So it's, it's, it's completely it's different, completely different. Possibly changing, you know, but I guess the the purists, right? Like baseball, nobody likes the pitch clock. The purists don't like the pitch clock and the shorter games and all that other nonsense. Yeah, but I mean, that's different than... You can't make any noise, and you hold up signs saying "quiet." You know what I mean? Like, I think there's two different levels. I, I get what you're saying, but you know, being not being able to cheer and like heckle somebody, just I guess that's how you know when they first came up with it. I guess that's just how it, uh, the rules were written. I don't know. Is it a rule though that you have? To I don't know anything about apparently, that. Apparently, because they I'm walk the around and I'm like starting to cheer. With, they're gonna throw me out. They're gonna throw you out. Like I spent a thousand dollars on a seat, you're gonna throw me out. Yep. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Oh. So, anyone else for the tennis no. conversation? No, we're good here. All right, so we're going to move along to this quick little It's all love, talk. baby. So, recently I found out that you cannot ground your club in the sand, uh, sand trap. And the bunker. The bunker. So, I'll be honest, I, I'm new at golf, but not too new. I've been playing for a few years. But I rely on my friends to tell me, you know, what the right and wrong things to do are. Because, one, I'm not reading the book. I can care less. It's really recreational for me to have fun, right? So that's one. And, uh, two, like, I'm not really watching golf to begin with because it's another thing. Like, you're watching the background while you're doing stuff, but I'm not going to sit here like I'm watching the home run derby or a Yankees game and really focus on the game. Like, I'm not going to do that. I do that more now if I'm at the bar, like having lunch or having some drinks with my friends that are on this show and off this show. And if it happens to be on on a, on a slow weekend, like I'll check it out to see what these guys are doing to make my golf game better. But I know I'm not going to be on the PGA ever. So I'm just playing golf to have a good time with my buddies and beat them because they've been playing more. Do you beat them though? Occasionally. Okay. Not all the just time. Just checking. Yeah, not all the time, but occasionally. My biggest nemesis is my buddy Paul, but I have a feeling he cheats. And we'll get into that in a minute. And he's not going to know about it because he doesn't watch the show. So he'd go, mm, okay? So, Ernie, I want you to chime in here because I know you're going to give me a hard time and I'm ready for it. So give me a hard time. Go ahead. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. These last three years might have to be all under protest. Because the last uh, couple of times I've seen you in the sand, it hasn't been pretty. Well, Oof. he's not wrong about the second part of his statement. They have not been pretty. I cannot get off the beach to save my life. <laughs> I might as well put a chair and a white claw in the sand and enjoy the sun because I couldn't get out of it to save my life the last couple of weeks. Now, granted, we played this Sunday at, what was it, Bergen Point, Long Island? Yeah. Um, uh, what was it, North Babylon or something like that? West Babylon, whatever it was. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. 
but I did better in the sand than I did the prior week, but still not good. And I was watched, and I was actually trying to learn. Like I'm watching other guys go in the sand. I'm looking at them. My major problem is I'm just hitting the ball and not the sand behind it. And I I have a thought, Ernie. I I think I figured it out. Now I have to get to a a range or somewhere where I can practice it. What I'm doing in the sand is what I would do on the fairway with the irons. I'm, pick, I'm picking my head up. I'm picking my head up and not watching, not the ball this time, because when you're in the fairway and whenever you mess up a shot or like you dribble it or you, you, you're too fat or whatever, whatever the words are that you mess up, you pick your head up and you're not looking at the ball. So what I want to do in the sand is watch the sand behind the ball and strike behind the ball with the open club and get it out the sand. So I know that's what I'm not doing. So that's half the battle, right? Right. The other half of the battle is in your defense. What we were hitting out of yesterday were not true bunkers. Those were literal sand and rock traps because yeah. they were awful. So you know, it's obviously a little bit more difficult when you're when you're watching these guys play or you're playing on a good course with a real bunker and it's nice and powdery. It's obviously going to be, in my opinion, a lot easier. It's going to be a lot easier to kick under the ball with the, that nice soft sand and just have the ball get thrown up in the air. Whereas what we were playing yesterday was not not fair. They shouldn't even make you have to hit out of that. <laughs> oh, so what do you think you should do? Just put it back on the on the green? Well, that's what it should be because you, you're probably, what we were hitting out of yesterday was probably doing more damage to your club than anything else. Yeah. And it was hard too. It wasn't even soft. Right. Yeah. It was rocky and hard. Like, you know, you could be chipping your club, scratching your club, like he was just saying, basically. Um, but either which way, I did do one thing yesterday, and there's no debate and no answers about it. I beat Gary. <laughs> and Gary's not going to see this either. But if he does, I beat you. Fair and square. So I'm happy about that. And I beat others. I lost yeah, to a couple people, but that's okay. I even beat Gary yesterday. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So high five on that one, big guy. Woo! <laughs> it's off the screen, so you missed it. But um, so yeah, uh, it's still fun. It was humid and hot as hell yesterday. Yeah. Wore us out. The hot day yesterday. It was probably, in my opinion, the worst course that we played this summer. Really? I didn't. I didn't like it at all. Worse than like Casino and Douglaston? In my opinion, yeah. Wow. Between the fact that we had to drive an hour to get there, <laughs> and it was still 73 bucks. <laughs> It was, it was, but it wasn't a terrible course. It was, what do you think? It's more like more links kind of course, right? Yeah, but I just, I didn't, I didn't think it was in very good condition. It, it wasn't overall. There were some fairways that were dirt missing, like yeah, yeah. The, a lot of, a lot of the course was just not, not in very good shape. I, I didn't, I didn't think it was. Well, first of all, for me, when when you're paying all that money. And the bunkers look the way they did yesterday. I don't like that at all. Rushman crushing them here. Yeah, Rushman's he, crushing them. 
Ernie, that's, Ernie, that's your pick. <laughs> you know what? He's an Oriole, so it makes sense. Shout out to Baltimore. No. <laughs> no. Ooh. Yeah, he's going, he's going yard right now. He's in the zone, but he's got to save it now. He's got to save it. Oh, and he did some switch hitting action. He was hitting from the left side before. Was he? I just realized he's a little that. cute with it. Wow. That's great. I don't think I've ever seen that. Wow. So anyway, getting back to it. I guess now we're going to do the movies and TV shows. Okay. What so do you got? Gonna start us off. What do you got? Um, I only have, uh, I watched some of this program. Uh, I believe it was on Saturday evening. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, checking out the rest of it. But it was uh, Greatest Geek Year Ever, 1982. Uh, it was on the CW. And it's just about, like, how all the, the blockbusters from that year and it was just a great time uh for you know kids or adults whoever if you enjoyed you know the cinema so um, when? when 1982 okay hence the uh the name, uh, the name. that's okay you're you're what you're watching yeah, your boy watching uh there. you're watching your your, your uh, oriole friend here the orioles are my dark house <laughs> to get into the playoffs so you know i'm watching everything yes um so i just thought it was really well done i liked um the perspective of I guess the um, you know people that were in it. <clears throat> I guess it was like a yeah. I'm not sure exactly what the the profession was, but um, yeah, it was just you know hits you with the nostalgia, of course. Um, but yeah, just what a time. Is it on Netflix movies. now, or is it still on CW? Uh, it was on Channel uh, CW on Saturday night, so I'm sure. It, I think it's a <clears throat> docu series, so maybe there's more to come. You know, like episodes. Oh, so to watch it, you got to go on to the CW. I don't know. It was it was on the ca- the uh, cable. The thing you sent us, it went like right to like Netflix shows. So I oh, looked at it early. I, I just was looking for a link. I didn't really uh, <clears throat> get through that much into it. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you seeing any new shows you're watching? Is that a serious question? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> well, you moving want on. Is a serious question? <laughs> we go through this every week. I have no time for TV or movies. Well, you just said before we got on the yeah, show well, that you watch a lot of TV. Yeah, and you're just the, talking about those yeah well, not new. It's all like regular season TV, okay, like so September to it? May. What do you got that you would tell currently the watching? The listeners, I'm to watch. currently watching nothing. Okay. Um, I don't well, know. I like a lot of like. Well, fire you know what? How about you tell us when you when after you watch something, then you can tell us. Okay, you got it. Every week you can ask me, and one maybe one week I'll have something to say on this topic anyway. I recently watched. Uh, oh yeah, Ernie. How about you? I believe it's on Netflix. Did you see? Did you hear about the movie? It's called Flaming Hot. No, what's that? It's the story behind how Flaming Hot Cheetos were created. Oh really? Yeah. I think I might have to watch that. It's actually like a, a comedy. But of was, errors. It was. It was good. It was. I, I enjoyed it. Okay, it's cool. I'll check about it. What? How? How the Cheetos came to be? Started. Yes. Well, someone probably wanted the cheese to be hotter, right? It's, uh, so they added some hot sauce to the mix right. or something and yeah. called it a day? Like jalapenos or something? Like crumbled jalapenos? Pretty yeah, much. basically. Really? Yeah. Oh. Now you have Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Well, now I don't have to watch it. I guess I, uh, I think I still want to watch it. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Um, Where can you find that, Ernie? Netflix. Okay. Very, very entertaining. It was funny, and but, you know, it's... It, 
told the true story. And I was surprised to see how long ago they actually started the process. Yeah, it, it came out a long time. I thought it was something relatively yeah, I, the I, show or the, the, the no, no, the actual product. product. They've yeah. been out for years. I'm pretty and sure I was in like college. When what those year was it? Came Do you out. know? I want to say probably maybe like 2007, 2008, it, it, somewhere around no, there. No, I think way before that. Really? Yeah. And uh, the guy was a, couldn't find a job and he finally got in through a friend of his as a, as a So it's a feel-good story too, worker. yeah. As a maintenance worker who just had a lot of ambition or whatever. Nice. And, went, and uh, he was obviously of Spanish origin and, you know, they were into the, and Excellent. Really interesting. Really interesting. Sounds kind cool. Of funny at the same time. It's good. Okay. So I have a show. To be fair, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on the list. Okay. And it's called Muscles and Mayhem. And it's on Netflix. What's that? It's all about the unauthorized story of the American Gladiator. Now, oh, that sounds range, cool. We're right in there. Like, yeah. we should all I remember watch watching that live on a Saturday morning. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we should all watch it. I mean, I'm sure it's. You know, it's a it's a limited series. Is Turbo on it? I don't know. It, it's five episodes, but if you look, it's like the episode titles are Pilot Madness, Let the Games Begin, I forget their Global names. Phenomenon, Sex, My... Drugs, and Merchandise, The Final Legacy. So, and they're short. They're not anything crazy. A couple 30-something minutes, a couple 40-something minutes. You could probably breeze through this in almost two days. I remember my oh, friend no, had no, the I... toys. Sorry. You know what I heard was back right now? Um, I didn't watch it yet, but Lincoln Lawyer. Did you watch that no, on I Netflix? No, I've never watched it. Wasn't there a movie? Yeah, yeah well, there was, but this is separate. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's the number it's actually, one show. So they're out for a season two right now. I highly recommend season one if you haven't seen it yet. I'll let you know after I watch season two. I'm actually looking um, for another one, too. It's pretty good. Wonder, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I already said it. That's oh yeah, my no, back. my friend. Uh, he had the the toys. They they had action figures for it. Oh yeah, yeah. Way back when. I think we might have all had it, but I think that oh, this is the show I wanted. The I movie. wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind shooting some rounds off a tennis ball gun. Right, you like guys. the gun, boom, 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 blast people with tennis ball. <laughs> joust, maybe a little joust. You know. What about? Did you ever talk about food bar? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, hey, I think we did that last week. Right? Yeah. Right? yeah, it was good. Did you ever watch the John Claude Van Damme show that I talked about? Yes. I I think I saw it all, but I can't remember it. But I can't remember what it's on. Prime. It's on Prime. It's called John Claude Van Johnson. Yeah. yeah. It's only six episodes or something like that. It's quick. So I might have watched it all. I just don't remember. It's it. hilarious. Yeah. Watch it again. Yeah. It's hilarious. But another Netflix show. It's. I think it's older. I still haven't watched it yet, but I'm definitely gonna get into it. The movies that made us. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's great. They also have another one. Similar to the, the geek thing I was yeah. talking about. They have uh, it was it three seasons? So they have a lot of different um, movies, and they talk about how it was made. So the first season is Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, and Die Hard. Right. Classic. So you can pick and choose what you want to see. Like I saw them all, so I'll watch all those. Season two is Back to the Future, Pretty Woman, Jurassic Park, and Forrest Gump. Once again, I'll probably watch all those. And the last one, there's a couple. There's, there's a, a lot. You got Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, RoboCop, Aliens, 
coming to America. I'd buy that for a dollar. Exactly. Nightmare uh, Before Christmas and Elf. Oh, that's my favorite two. Elf. Right. And this is what? They talk about how about the movie being made and stuff? The movie being made and how, I guess, whatever characters or actors are in it. Like, well, BTS. How it, like, changed people or changed their careers and all that other stuff. I haven't seen an episode yet. It's on my list. There's just so many shows I got to get through. And not enough time in the day because we actually have other jobs. So uh, I guess when we retire, we will watch this a little quicker. Unless we're playing golf all day. But golf by day, Netflix by night. Yeah, maybe. Between here and there. So we'll see. Um, one last show I want to give you is Rabbit Hole. Paramount Plus. That's what Keeper Sutherland. You're damn right it is. Your boy. Oh, I love that guy. Is he your favorite actor? I wouldn't say he's my favorite actor. Who's your favorite actor? Who's your favorite? I I don't know. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. But, because there's too many of them. Like, I love Arnold. Well, I know you're a big Keeper Sutherland. Bruce Willis, Keeper Sutherland. Like, they're all action heroes. Like, well, you love your 24. Right. Exactly. Which I've never watched. You need to watch that. But, uh, Rabbit Hole is good. If you like Rabbit Hole, 24 is 10 times better. Rabbit Hole was very good. I'm halfway through right now. I can't wait to go to the gym tomorrow just to watch the next episode. Oh, you haven't finished the first one? No, no, I'm halfway through. I think there's eight episodes. I'm on episode five. Oh, it's good. Yeah. No, I know. So far, so good. Yeah. It's wild. He plays like a paranoid, uh, I don't even know what he does. He's like a consultant, right? For like companies to do certain things. Like he's basically like, uh, I don't want to say like a mob enforcer kind of type, but soldier. He like he's not he's not into the mob. Like he's just, no, he's, he's like kind of like, like a cleaner. Like yeah, if you have a problem, he's gonna right fix the problem. Right, or he's, he's gonna, gonna set you up any means necessary. Right, or he's gonna set you up to to do these mercenary mercenary of sorts. Not even a mercenary. He doesn't deal really with guns or whatever, but he'll paint you a picture what how how you want your job to go, and he'll make it happen. Like, if you want someone to be caught with a certain person, he'll make it happen. He'll have, like, this whole trick to do it. A facilitator. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool show, and it's quick. I don't even know. I, I hope it comes out with another season. I don't know how they could do it. It might just be a limited one series, one season kind of thing. Uh, I don't think so. I think they it kind of ended where it was pretty open to another season. At least that's the impression that I have. They left it. Open for another season. That that's the impression. Oh, okay, good. That's good then. And and you know that's really all I got for a TV show. Oh wait, movies, real quick. So oh, speaking of, did you see that trailer there? Which trailer? It was uh, Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Oh yeah, definitely go see Mission Impossible this weekend. It's dope. Um, all those movies are really good. Uh, Tom Cruise doesn't seem to age, and he's doing all these crazy stunts. So why wouldn't you go see it? Why don't you go see it? I should say. Um, I don't know. Are you a big Tom Cruise fan? No, maybe yes. Yeah, I'll take him or leave him. All right. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Not a big fan. Talk on Maverick. Well, take him or leave him. Guess you don't like Scientology. Magnolia. Have you seen Magnolia? It's a good film. What? No. Yes. Awful. Yes. You might be the only person on the planet that says Top Gun Maverick is awful. Oh my <sighs> God! Wow. Really? Yes. What are you talking about? It was insane. Compared to the original, I still still haven't seen it. Maybe I, maybe I'll uh, waste your time because you're not wasting time. Don't waste your time, Wanda. First off, (laughs) the first movie, I can't believe we're doing this right now. We should be saving this for another week, but whatever. I'm getting into it because you just annoyed me. But 
the first Top Gun was amazing, but it was set in the 80s and it was like one flight scene, maybe two, because when Goose dies, and that was it. Everything else was lovey-dovey or what am I going to do, blah, 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 blah. It was great for its time. Then you fast forward 36 years and you get Top Gun Maverick and it's crazy. Like, what did you like about it? So er like it I, Ernie's rating is uh, in the danger zone, perhaps? Yes, definitely <laughs> in the danger zone. I don't understand why you wouldn't like it. Who's acting? Everyone. <laughs> Across the board. That movie wow. sucked. Wow. Wow. Bold so, statement. For the record, love I disagree. You love to see it. All right. For the record, Wander is going to watch it this week and report back to us next week, and he's going to be the tiebreaker because I don't have time to watch it. All right. You got some homework to do. Uh, I'm not agreeing to that, but right. he has agreed. Nice idea. He's agreed, right? Right. Yes. I I feel like you should do I don't, I don't even, too. I don't you even think have I have the streaming in a week to so watch point. a two-hour movie. Come on. All right. I'll try to break it up over six nights. Six nights? Small doses. Yeah, let's move on to Indiana <laughs> okay, Jones. So we got what? This is the fifth installment of Indiana Jones. I'm going to wrap this up in 30 seconds. So the first three, which is the tr original trilogy, dope, right? Everyone is agreeing with that? Right? Yes. Indiana Jones. Temple of Boom. Legendary. Temple of Boom or Doom? Uh, Doom. <laughs> okay. Because Temple of Boom might be an MMA thing. I'm not sure. Could be. Right. Could uh, be a exactly. fireworks thing. Exactly. You know, yeah, you know. exactly. Could Who's... be a mortar in the sky. Infinite possibilities. Right. But, um, so yeah, the first three, we're all in agreement, is dope, right? The third <laughs> one, uh, not probably the weakest for me. Right, but it's still awesome. Like, yeah. You know, like, okay. Right? I'm going, you're right. Correct. Uh, the crystal skull we go over here was absolutely garbage. Garbage. Right? That's like aliens. Yeah. Yeah, garbage. aliens. And he's like apparently his son or whatever. And you got the alien skull that looks like it's a crystal or like an ice luge or something. Like a kind of ice sculpture, but it's a head of an alien. Trash, right? So this movie falls in between the trilogy and crystal skull, meaning like it's not as good as the trilogy, but it's not as bad as the crystal skull. But it was enjoyable. It was two and a half hours, which is a little long. Oh, wow. But. It, I mean, most movies are these days. Yeah, right? but it had substance. Like, I like the CGI when they made him younger in the beginning. So he looked good. One of the things I would say is that they put his old voice on the younger Indiana Jones, which if you pick up on it, it doesn't make sense. Like, you're like, he sounds like he's 90. Right. And they have. The technology to make his voice sound younger, I don't know why they didn't use it. Like they used it in uh, Star Wars, or really The Mandalorian, when they did Luke younger uh, in The Mandalorian. So I don't know why they didn't do it, but they didn't. Uh, the action was good. He does look too old for the role, but I'll bypass it because it's Indiana Jones and we grew up on that, so like I don't care. Yeah. New people I, nowadays, Mike? I feel like I'm I'm the same way when it comes to right. older actors that I grew up watching. Like right. if they can get out there, I'm I'm totally I'm totally fine with it. Agreed. Agreed. So I won't hold it against the movie. And then they gave you a couple of the old players in the the original trilogy, which was nice. Um and then they substituted some other ones like uh what was it, short round? I kinda had a feeling he would be in it. He's not. Oh. Spoiler, he's not. But they substituted him with a younger I don't know if he was Spanish or like Egyptian kind of kid, but he basically did similar the same thing. role, similar role of what Short Round did. So it was still right. cool, right on. and it was pretty cool. Um, they had his goddaughter in it, which I wasn't a particular fan of. 
I don't know her name, nor do I want to say it on our show because I didn't like her character so much. Like she was all about the money and selling off, selling off what she was trying to sell off. And the whole premise of the movie is basically him trying to stop this whole thing. Hmm. Um, but you definitely should see it if you like the Indiana Jones movies. It's a good time. It moves fast. It's not like you're, oh my God, it's moving forever. Yeah, it's, yeah, not yeah. Like, it's not like that. So overall, it was good. But it's just not as good as the original, at least two, because I know Wonder wasn't a big fan of the third one. I was. But for sure, it wasn't as good as the first two. It's on par with the third one. It's better than the Crystal Skull. Definitely check it out. Uh, it's worth the watch. And then the last one is this week is coming out. It's Mission Impossible. I hope I can see it this weekend. Uh, Tom Cruise doesn't look like he gets any older. Plastic surgery is a great thing. Or maybe it's Scientology. Or, <laughs> or my theory, off the record, but I guess technically on the record, is he probably sold his soul the same. He says, make me not get any older. I want to make Mission Impossible until I'm 97 years old. deal with the devil. Right. <laughs> like, I just want to make Mission Impossible 92. As long as someone can write it. Scientology is making the deal with the devil. Yeah, I agree with you there. Right? It, might be, it might be. I don't know much about Scientology, but if you know, if you say so, I'm on board with it. Um, but either which way, like he's the youngest looking. What is he? 61 years old that I've ever seen. Something like you know. That. And I and I guess money goes a long way with that. Sure it does. You know, and he's he's not stopping making movies. So, and he's got another Mission Impossible coming out next year. Who knows if he's gonna make more? I don't know, but. The movie, the trailer looks dope. There's another one coming out? Yeah, this is part one. This is like Dead Reckoning part one. Maybe See, some, it says in the trailer, some like, stem wow. cells, uh, you yeah. know, re know rejuvenation. That. Well, I need that stuff for like my back and arms and everything like that. Those are definitely entertaining. You know you're not going to be not entertained. Right. No, exactly. Like there's going to be wild shit in, in there. The you're going to love it. In the words of Gladiator. That was it. Oh, I think there's more. <laughs> well, Ernie, sa Ernie oh, said something. Okay. Yeah. I thought there was more. But okay, anyway. Um, Are you not entertained was the uh, the joke there. <laughs> okay. I missed it. My You're all right. Um, the last thing I want to talk about before we go away. Uh, we're at a party on Saturday. I don't, what I don't, party I don't, is this? You're going to get away with it? What party is this? Uh, it's one of our friends. I Which friend? Her. Which friend? Jessica? My friend Jess. It was her 40th Jess. birthday. Happy birthday, Jazz. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Jess. Um, <laughs> so it was not a pool party, but there was a pool there, a really nice pool. They have a great backyard, great house. It's phenomenal. You got to see it. I'll, I'll show you pictures afterwards in the video you're in done. Um, I'm hoping I could put this on our Instagram account. Uh, if I can't, just trust me. It was one of the most hilarious things that's ever happened. I've showed the video to a few people today at work. They were dying laughing. But it involves me and Christina and our friend Margaret. Our friend Margaret wanted me to grab Christina and throw her in the pool. So to wrap this up as quick as I can, I go to grab her, throw her over my shoulder, but then she slides off my shoulder like a snake. The snake she is. Like a cobra. And she wraps her legs around my waist. And I could not get her off me. That's so right. I made an executive decision and power bombs are in the pool. Well, I said up. what I, he said, my he said, secret, you're going in. And I said, that's fine. But if I go in, you're coming with me. She, she, Let's do, go. Do you do jujitsu? Uh, no, I just have really strong legs. Right. No, but he means like you put some kind of grapple on me. And, and she did. <laughs> Wonder she did. She just didn't pick up on it. 
She, th she, she threw did. a triangle and up. I even held my arms out like this. He said, I give up. I said, I give up. I'm done. <laughs> Just get off me. And she's like, no. <laughs> and then she started to slide. And then I made the decision. And I had my shoes on, my shirt, my, <laughs> my linen shorts on. Like, because it was a very hot humid day. So I had light clothing on. I made the decision. Just throw and I'm lucky I planned it beforehand. Like I was thinking ahead, and I'm like, I'm gonna take out all my important stuff out of my pockets for a while, just in case something random happens. Like maybe someone comes behind us and throws us both in the pool, whatever. And I did just did try to do that. Do that. We yes, shoot she did. away, and then she tried to get the leg off and help me. And then at one point, I see the slides. I pick her up. Powerbomb into the pool. It was hilarious. We'll post it for you on the gram. Yes, Check it out. We will. Christina will do that later after the show. Um, and yeah, so with that being said, I had a great time on the show. We had a lot to talk wait, about. Wait, 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 music, wait, the music. music. Sorry, <laughs> I'm throw the too soon. We'll throw One the music minute. real quick. Take over. Shortly, we got three uh, selections for your uh, listening pleasure. Uh, we're going to go with uh, the Mussolini, the Don and I too, came out Friday. It's a dope project. Uh, second, we're going to go with a Kai Solo, Spirit Roaming. And third, we're going to go with an older album, but it's a uh, good one, especially with current events. Uh, it's JJ Doom, Keys to the Cuffs. And we're going to throw in a book pick this, for this week as well. Okay. It's, uh, a is for, for all Anarch your readers out there, what's it called? A is for Anarchist by Billy Woods and M. Musgrove. Uh, it's a children's book that's fun for the whole family. So. All right, uh, sounds you, good. If, if you feel like it, check it out. Awesome, awesome. So I guess with that, we got episode 14 in the books. I want to thank everyone for being here. Everyone was great tonight. I want to thank everyone at home for watching. We're still we're going to be on social media and some other podcasts real soon. We're already on Instagram. Um, we'll be on a bunch of other stuff real soon. Uh, I want to shout out Margaret for that. She's been working hard and behind the scenes with doing that. Also with Christina. Um, everyone say goodbye, and then we'll wrap this up. All right, stay cool out there, everyone. All right, thanks Have a good for being week. with us. All Peace. Right, Have a good one.